Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hey everybody, this is Derek Somerville with Backpacking and Blisters, and with me today is the only man I've ever seen truly create a necklace from the berries of bear poop and then not only wear it but try to attract a bigfoot with it i I don't even know why he would do that but he did carl explain how you doing (laughs) well i guess if you're intentionally not bringing food along then you got to find your food somewhere right that's wow that's a really good point i didn't even think about that that's a really good point with me today is Derek somerville a man who is friendly with 25 letters of the alphabet, and he just doesn't know why. <laughs> Dang it. Wow. Dang it. I, I, yeah, I was warned not to do those intros. And you know I what? One. I, Todd, I Todd and I thing. are painfully cheering for you, you know, and it's, I'm excited for you. Okay. You know, um, I think, I don't, know if you, I don't know if I'm getting cheered on with this one, but that's okay, because... Jeered? Did I say cheered or, or jeered? I can't, I don't know what I said. Wow. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's good effort, you. though. Thank you. This is going to be a fun episode today, but we have tidbits... Beforehand, we do. And, no, we have a, we have a, we have a, um, an audio quote today. We do, right? yeah, we've got, we, yeah, we got, we got some that were shared with us, so it's time to release our next one. So we got a gentleman from Minnesota, and here's what he has for us. Hi, my name is Tom. I'm from the Midwest, Minnesota area. Been backpacking for a lot of years. And I just listened to your podcast episode on trail lingo, and I thought I'd throw out a term that I at least I at least believe is from our local area. I hike the Superior Superior Hiking Trail that stretches from Duluth, Minnesota all the way up just about shy of Canada. And there's something along the trail that we all affectionately refer to as the Thunder Bucket. So I'll pause there for a second and let you think about it. I mean, I got two thoughts about this. And so, like, I have a feeling both are wrong, but I'll let you go first. Well, first of all, nice job. That was amazing. Thunder Thunder Bucket, Minnesota. Only from Minnesota am I going to... Hear this thunder bucket. Um, a thunder bucket is clearly a large collection of trees in a forest that that create a type of canopy. 
And if you walk under that at the wrong time. Because you could get struck by thunder, is that what you're saying? <laughs> you can get a bucket of thunderous water, and possibly thunder and lightning. Watch out for That's the thunder. That's so bad. <laughs> that was almost as bad as one of your intros. I apologize to everybody for that. I apologize to everybody. Well, what, do you, what do you think it is? I, have, I don't even know, but I like it. I want to like create a t-shirt. or I feel like it's a really good nickname. Yo, there goes Thunder Bucket. Like, I don't, you know? You could say, you could say, you've been thunderstruck. That's not the word, though, Carl. I know. I was just connecting it to an existing phrase. And actually, Thunderstruck, I believe, is a movie. It's a song. If I'm not mistaken. Or a song. And a song. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I focus, you focus more on the thunder. I focus more on the bucket. I was thinking, like, what are buckets (laughs) used for? And specifically, what could they be used for, like, in the backcountry? So gathering mm. things gathering water at times I, I thought of that um so maybe some sort of a well or some sort of water gathering for filtration was what my first thought was but then i thought you know he probably has listened to a few of our episodes and realizes that you really enjoy the discussion of going to the bathroom and so i think a thunder bucket <laughs> is a kind of a primitive latrine where you gotta just poop in the bucket. Ah, <laughs> thunder bucket. Oh, that's good. That's no, what that's I got. Good. I like All that. right. So let's let's hear what the actual answer is. The answer is thunder bucket is a plastic raised platform. Sort of looks like a toilet. The trail associates dig a hole, place the plastic toilet over it, and you get to use the facilities, so to speak. Out in the woods. Thought you might enjoy that one. Thanks for an awesome podcast. <laughs> Tom. Tom. Okay. Before, we, before we get to the answer, he said facilities, which is one of That's, my intros. That made your year. That it made did because, your year. You know, we I told you that like I we got some mixed results with the intros. And <sighs> Todd, wow. Todd, I have no words. I mean, they're using facilities. What am I going to do? You know, my hands are tied now. Great. This is great. So that, yeah. That was a, that was really cool. And and now that he's explained, you, you almost got it right. Now, let's let's be clear. Oh, we did, I, <laughs> I got it exactly right. But we did not hear the answer of the audio clip until just a minute ago. Right, right, right. We right, did right. not play ahead. Uh, we stopped. No, it and just well, obviously you didn't because you had a, your answer was way off. Or it was, or it was staged, but it That's wasn't. True. No, it was just bad. That's really cool. Okay. And now that I that I hear the toilet answer, I feel like I heard that one time at some like kids camp or something. Maybe it could be. Yeah, it might might have a be used in multiple areas for sure. Yeah, that's a good one though. I like that. Yeah. All Tom. right. So so Tom. Yeah, well no, that, was, that was really good. That was really good. Wow. But I do like the facilities part the best. <laughs> of, course, of course you do. Of course you do. Um, okay, so here's my question to you then. So this is up in Minnesota. Yeah. Would you, we've kind of talked about this a little bit before, would you use the Thunder Bucket or, or not? I, I think for the experience, I would once. I think so too. And if I enjoyed it, I'd keep using it. But I think I would. <laughs> I, would <laughs> enjoy it. I think I'd, I'd definitely try it once and then take it from there. Uh, all right, so thank you for that. That That's was great. that was excellent. That was um, yeah. We got two. We've played two MP3 clips from listeners so far, and both have been outstanding. So yeah, there we go. Keep them coming, guys. Yeah, yeah, keep them coming. Okay, on to our episode, which is about backcountry characters. 
and what kind of backcountry character are you? I think this is something that everybody can play along with because we can kind of identify with just different folks that we have, you know, encountered, that we've been with, and maybe that we are. So, so Derek, we're going to figure out what kind of backcountry character you are. Ditto. Ditto. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so my verse for this episode is 1 Samuel 16, 7. Yeah. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Lucky for you. And this is referring to the future yeah. King David. And I don't know if we're going to completely uh, follow that verse. I think we're definitely going to be doing some judging of the outward appearances too. So, hmm. um, But that's the standard for sure. And we're definitely going to, I'm sure we'll hit some stereotypes as well. Yeah, So that's yeah, true. Yeah. We got some good... Good stereotypes. I like it. Right. Have you have you taken a personality test before? Uh, long time ago, a long time ago. Okay. Do you remember the name of it? No, I don't even remember. I know there was okay. like sanguine choleric or something, wasn't that type okay. of? So you get the Myers Briggs, which has been recently like put out there as kind of one of the least accurate ones. Mm. You get Emergenetics, which I think requires corporations to pay thousands upon thousands of dollars mm. to tell people what they already know about themselves. Um, you got the Enneagram, which I've got a buddy who's been into lately, which is based on like no research or evidence, but is highly interesting. Is that the, is that like the NLST or the JBL? There's like four letters that apply to you or something like that? No, no, they've got like nine different descriptors basically. Okay. Um, but perhaps the, uh, the least famous of the personality tests, but the most important is the backpacking and blisters personality test. So true. So true. Yeah. Underrated. So this is. Yeah, based upon years and years of case studies and research and statistics, mm. a lot of bar graphs involved. Bear poop. Some bear poop <laughs> involved. Right. And so, um, and, and what's nice about it is it's not, you know, 600 questions long like some of those. Right. It's been narrowed down right. to eight essential questions. So, are you prepared to well, take this? I, I, let's let's dive into this. I'm, okay. ready, I'm ready to go. Yeah, so everybody yeah. can play along. You can probably identify what your answer would be with the uh, supporting personality type that we've got. And so, mm. yeah, so we're not going to go through each answer as it relates to it, but I think it's, I think this will be easy to play along with, okay? Yeah. All right, so here we go. Personality test, backpacking blisters, number one. Which of the following luxury items are you most likely to bring with you? All right, so we talk Ooh. about going lightweight, but sometimes we bring stuff that we want to bring. All right, so... True, true. Are you going to bring an extra-large blade... A chair, a personal oh. tent, so tent just for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the latest piece of trail technology, mm. something homemade, mm. or mm. none, because after all, luxury items are simply dead weight and you don't need them on the trail. Uh, me? Yeah. I'm going to bring, uh, through experience, um, I'm going to have to pick chair. Okay. Yeah. I'm going chair as well. Definitely luxury item. Yeah. Yeah. You went chair as well? I thought you were going to say. Trail tech. Trail huh? tech. No, I don't have the latest piece of trail tech. My son, that's really old. Okay. I've got, I've got like waterproof pants that are like almost twenty years old. I still bring. I've got Gore-Tex yeah, patches maybe. on them and stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the chair is good. I think we bring different kinds of chairs. My, my, I got, I bring the chair kit, which uses the thermos. We talked about that before. And you bring the actual like backpacking right. chair, which is like what is it, like a pound and a half or something like that. Yeah, initially when you brought that, I was like, this guy, that's ridiculous. But now, after you've had it for a couple of years, it's kind of okay. cool. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a step for you. Not, not as, it's not as cool as my chair, but it's still, it's good for in the tent, yeah. for sure. Yep. 
I'm a little okay. jealous. So we were in agreement on our first one. I I think we might, might have similar personalities. Uh, we're definitely different folks, but I think we're going to have some same answers on We're going to find out. We're going to get the truth because this is the best indeed, test. Indeed. So. All right, number two. Yeah. How would you respond if somebody asked you, so who really is Derek Somerville? this is obviously on a trip would you dive in let's explore Mm. this would you change the topic or would you simply just stare back at them they're asking me this yeah who is Derek Or the for me they would ask you is Carl Mandrill I feel like I've had this question asked to me a couple times oh for sure you know and there are those kinds of people that are like I just want to get to know you yeah well let me let me do like who are you what are you all about (laughs) man and initially, you're just like, I think it's more just like, I have that silent reaction of like, Ugh, here we go. This is going to be a big, <laughs> long one. I can already tell. So I think <laughs> I think I try to give them a little bit to nibble on, and then I try to change the topic. I try to change, change the, topic. the topic. Okay. So I give them a little food, but then I change it. Right. I, I don't want to talk about me for like five miles. You know? No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm similar in that. Although I will say I'm more comfortable talking about myself if they're willing to talk about themselves. So if I feel like we can reciprocate and we can kind of dive in with each other's, you know, yes. personalities and get to know each other, especially if I don't know them that well, then I'm I'm happy to do it. But if it seems like that's not going to happen, then yeah, I'd probably change the topic too. Okay, just depends. Depends on kind of the feel for the situation, the person. But I was hoping you were gonna. I was hoping you were gonna say stare back at them because that would be really funny to watch. Well, and I've had people where I don't ask necessarily that question, but I try to get to know somebody and they just stare back at you. And I think they're really thinking about what you're saying, but in the moment it's super awkward and not really socially appropriate. So, do you ever di- see now? I like to dive into that awkwardness, you know, because I've said like, "Hey, you know, tell me about yourself. Like, what's what's like your what's your passion? Like, what are you all about? Yeah, you know." And, they, and they're sitting there, they're not saying anything, and then I'll dive into the awkwardness and be like, "You know what? Take your time." Yeah. Just take your time, you know. <laughs> I, had I, just situation, I, just I had that situation. I had that situation now where I met somebody new who's who works at my school um, just yesterday and I was like, "Hey, how's it yeah. going?" and I smiled at them and they gave me like a super stern look and just stared at me. And it took a while, but eventually I acknowledged I was like, "Yeah, sorry. Like I just it was weird that, you know, you were just like really upset that I was smiling at you." And I think if I I feel like you should be used to those stern looks by now. Probably. You're not used to those? You get a lot of those. <laughs> From Rangers, maybe. Especially on the, yeah, especially on the trails, yeah. I say. Okay. What's next? Number three, finish the statement. The okay. trip is a success if you covered a bunch of miles. That's you. You caught some amazing scenery. Mm. You had good fellowship. You had good alone time. Or you tried out some new gear. You have to be the first one. See, I don't know if I could, I have to pick just one, or can I combine? I feel yeah, like it's a combination. Of all these. right, so give, give me your 50-50. What you got? Uh, I feel like for me, it's scenery is is makes makes a trip epic for sure. Um, I think what sends it over the edge is like uh, a good balance of fellowship and and good scenery for okay. me. Um, I think now last trip I thought we had some scenery was like okay. Um, it was, it was decent. Um, but the fellowship I thought was, was good Okay, in my experience, even though there was a lot of like, I don't want to say bickering and arguing, but there's a lot of like real talk, which was good. Yeah. So we're similar, we're but we're, you, you know me, I like to cover, I like Love to have a challenge. Yeah. We're, we're going to try to transition that to just having a challenge day. Yeah. Kind of a compromise. 
but I definitely the cover the miles, and I'm definitely the fellowship. Um, I'm I'm pretty much a little bit of all these things, except for maybe the gear one. But I, if I had to pick the right. top two, it'd be the miles and the fellowship for sure. Yeah, I like some good alone time too. It's yeah. every trip at some point I like to just peel off for a right. couple miles, and then I like to follow you and start talking to you and ask you who you really so are. So annoying. Right. Hey man, how you doing? <laughs> every time, every year, every, every time. time. Okay, so yeah. a little bit of a deviation there from us. Number four, you catch mm. an unexpected amazing view you immediately sit down and soak it in set up your camera yell yeah (laughs) (laughs) take a moment but then keep going there are too many miles ahead (laughs) um i think for me uh it's a combination of soaking it in and also setting up the camera although there's as as I'm sure many of us know, like when you're out in the world taking pictures of landscape or nature, like the camera just can never fully capture what you're truly right. looking at. Maybe so, you need a more expensive camera. Maybe I do, and that's a lot of luxury weight that I have to sacrifice for. Right. But uh, I think you know you try to capture as best you can, so you remember where you were and what you were thinking about. But okay. Yeah. All right. You, Miles? Yeah, we're kind of having a hard time narrowing these down to just one. I'll say soak it in then. I'll say sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would be, I would say that in the past, I was the um, take a moment but keep going. I think I've definitely been more flexible in recent years and transitioned to to more of the soak it in slash let's try to capture this on camera kind of a guy. So, okay. But I like to soak it in for sure. I'm actually going to vouch for you. I've seen you do that a couple times. Yeah. Good for okay. you. Uh, <laughs> <for> you. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> thank, thank you. After you get back from your trip, somebody asks you, how was your trip? Your response, mm. good. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> you allow- We've you all have, been there. <laughs> you have elaborate stories of all that happened highlighting your major accomplishments. Uh, or you refer to some pictures or videos. Um. Hmm. I will say if if I'm being honest, I've I've had a few I've had a handful of years where I'm just like, yeah, it was a good trip. We had a lot of fun. It was, you know, very like vague general responses. But then there's been some trips where I'm like, yeah, let me tell you this story that happened or this is this crazy thing we saw happen or there was a bear. You know, I think it's whenever something crazy happens then you start telling the highlights and accomplishments, but Normally it's pretty vague because it's it's hard to like you know how it is it's like it's hard to explain a trip to somebody who's not there right and you know it's more the experience so. for sure so I try to um, like figure out the person do they really want to know about my trip or are they just trying to be nice you know they're just asking because they know I was gone yeah so if they're just trying to be nice I usually just say good if they if they genuinely like they're interested in backpacking or they just like knowing about some of the different stuff i'll typically pick out like a story or two not a long one just a quick one to kind of share like oh yeah this happened this happened um so it's kind of a mix of, of both of those but for people that really are interested i will i'll share a little bit of the story so i thought you'd be the guy that's like let me go get my photo album and i'll show you and talk yeah. to you about each picture. well if you guys shared your pictures and videos with me in a timely fashion then maybe i'd do that but oh wow as we talked about i think um last season i do not want to trap somebody on the couch with stuff they don't want to be looking at because i've certainly been yeah, there lots of times that's painful it is painful. very painful yep okay number six you want your pack to be the lightest the heaviest somewhere in the middle 
or made of recyclable recyclable material? <laughs> Say that three times fast. <laughs> um, recyclable. Uh, recyclable. I, the la- for me, it's the lightest. I want it to be okay. the lightest. But it's not like I'm competing. I think I just for myself, I I like it light. Okay. I'm not like trying to beat people. Maybe yeah, you, I, but that's about it. <laughs> I prefer mine to be among the lightest. I actually. For the sake of the group, I, per- I actually would rather have mine in the middle so long as everybody else is being responsible with what they're packing because I feel like mm. if I'm planning the trip, I don't want my, you know, I'm, I'm like, here, carry this group gear, carry this group gear. I don't want I don't want to have the lightest. Then people are going to start second-guessing, like, wait a minute, what's what's he carrying? <laughs> <laughs> wait, where, where's all his food? He yeah. didn't bring any food. <laughs> right, like, they don't realize that? that I'm skimping on other things. <laughs> That's so, true. That's true. But no, I'd probably lean more towards the lightest for sure. Yeah. All right. Seven. When fellow hikers see you coming down the trail, they probably think, hey, that guy is wearing some high-quality stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. Is that Bear Grylls? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) I bet he won't respond if we greet him. Then there's, look, there's a hiker. Mm. Then there's, that's where that noise came from. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> then there's that's where that smell came from <laughs> oh wow i know who i yeah there's so many answers i want to say but okay i think uh deep in my heart i want it to be is that bear grills but let's be honest mm. probably not i know surprising everybody no, i'd say pretty, for me pretty handsome uh, <laughs> <laughs> for you i was gonna say it was i bet he won't respond if we greet him but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding, totally kidding. That's ridiculous. Uh, I think I would be just be like, yeah, look, there's a hiker. I think that's more. <laughs> I would actually agree with that. <laughs> I would say that I might be more inclined to that's where that noise came from because I'm probably the chatterbox that's just talking can hear me. Not that I'm loud with my with my talking. I'm not you no. know, making noises. I'm just simply talking. I'm trying to talk to somebody. So. I was thinking that for Rocky, for sure. The noise There's different types of noise. There's different types of ways that That's that can true. be true for people, for sure. You're more of like a constant humming, <laughs> annoying, annoying tone, you know? Yeah! The like mosquito the in so your that's... ear that won't go away. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Last question. You made it to camp. You had dinner. All the chores are done. It's now dark. You find a lonely meadow to look at stars. Have a chat around the campfire, fiddle with something, probably a new piece of gear, or just go to sleep. Uh, Chat around the campfire, probably. Mm. That's what I would do. Yep. Yep. You go to sleep? No. Is that? (laughs) Meadow. You go meadow. No, I'm definitely the uh, the campfire guy. I'm kidding. You're you're campfire for sure. Campfire guy. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Meadow would be kind of creepy for me. I get, well, I I think, I take that back. It, It depends where we are. Okay. If I'm like not worried about rando animals, but right. If you want to look at stars, you can obviously go with other people. Some people just like the solitude, and yeah. If, if you want a partner to go look at stars in the meadow, I'll go with you next time. If you're scared, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Okay. Okay. So I've got a list of like based on your answer, I've got a list of backcountry characters, and so uh, everybody that's playing along has got to figure out which one they most identify with. I think you could probably like be a combo of a couple of these, and. Yeah. So, and and maybe kind of some lesser personalities that might still sort of describe you, but not as your primary. But I'll just kind of go through them. And then I've got a list of like um, honorable mentions, which just I just didn't really even address with these questions. But uh, 
kind of thought about. So anyway, here we go. First one okay. is the Gear Junkie. All right? Mm. The Gear mm. Junkie. So for each of these, I've got like something that's really cool about the person, but maybe a concern or an issue that this personality might have, okay? A strength and a weakness, if you will. Right. So the Gear Junkie, you are the go-to person for the latest and greatest gear, but you may use the outdoors simply to use the gear instead of vice versa. Like, Mm. you might be too much into your gear. Mm. Okay. Definitely, I don't think that's not either one of us. No. I appreciate the Gear Junkie, because that's the people I want to ask about, you know. Definitely. Stuff. Definitely. But, um, But if you're so into your gear, I don't know that I'd... Like I want to ask you, I don't know if I, want to, I don't know if I want to go with you though. You're like more about the gear than the trip. Yeah, the I've I've been yeah. feel like that. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, the Weight Watcher. You likely have the lightest pack, but you need to let everybody else know that. Mm. So I'm not talking mm. about like how we described our desire for lightweight packs, but they're typically like, you know, like hey, I don't need this, I don't need that, you don't need this, you don't need that. They kind of let you know about it. I feel like we do that with each other. For I mean, fun or in all seriousness? Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, yeah, just to be like, well, you know. I think the Weight Watcher might years. be trying to be fun, but really, like, there's an element of seriousness behind it. I, I think there's some Weight Watcher, a little bit of Weight Watcher in you and me. Yeah, I, I think that might be a minor characteristic, not a major one. Yeah. Silent Bob. You are the best tent neighbor. Because you're just kind of a quiet person. But you're not the best hiking companion, unless, of course, you're with other Silent Bobs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, do you, yeah. Now, do you want me to tell you what I think you are at the end of this? So I, I don't wanna really want to respond then. No, you can, you can say, like, yeah, that's not you. Okay. I mean, Silent Bob's clearly okay. not one of us. We, we talked okay. about in an episode last season, encountering a Silent Bob who thought we were being, <laughs> who were being simply too, too loud. And yeah, they yeah. they probably wouldn't like coming with us. <laughs> uh, no, 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 they wouldn't. Okay, we're very loud. Gnarly Farley, yes. you are adventurous and up for any challenge, but you might miss some things as you mow down the miles. Mmm, this reminds me of somebody. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fifty percent on this one for myself. For you? Yeah. Yeah. Percent. Definitely. Okay. Uh, I got a couple more. The noise machine. Yeah. You're enthusiastic and a lot of fun to be around, but you might scare others away or take their enjoyment away from them at epic viewing points. Like you might mm. actually shout them down off of a mountain without even meaning to because you're just simply so loud. I think we know who that is. Yeah. And it's neither of us. <laughs> we are definitely not the noise machines. Although uh, we, we, can get, <laughs> we can get going with our passionate conversations. But it's not just sheer noise, I don't think. Yeah, that's true. Okay, this person I've encountered but have not actually hiked with. The granola. Granola. Wow. You're extremely friendly to all you encounter and provide pleasant conversation, but you probably smell like Derek. Wow. Like like trail trash. Hiker trail trash. trash. Hiker trash. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, but you could be hiker trash with like um without having actually put in the miles to warrant that. <laughs> mm, I just show up smelling like garbage. Yeah. It's Pro- probably against deodorant. Like not just on the trail, but all the time. Uh, maybe you know what it is though? I think you're just not used to smelling 
good things. Maybe you're just used to <laughs> smelling garbage all the time. You just like what is are you saying smell? me or the granola is, is like that? I think it's like reverse granola for you because I <laughs> smell fresh and good all the time, and you're like, what is that? Like I'm not mm. used to that. You know, you're right. used to more like foul smelling. Right. You know, that's maybe my input. I don't know. Okay. So what, what else we got? We got a couple more, right? I got yep. one more. One more. The socialite. Okay. You're a good conversationalist and fun to have along, but you probably scared away some animals or simply didn't notice them. Mm. I think that's your other 40%. Yeah, that's my other 50%. Right okay, yeah. so, I, so, so that's what we got. So I'm going to put you down as uh, okay. also a socialite. Okay, yeah. And part Weight Watcher. I'd say that's fair. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So there I, you go. I would not say I'm a gnarly farley because I try to not mow down miles. I mean, I'm more like, let me just yeah, check I, this out. And it says that you're up for you're adventurous. That could be even like jumping into you know really cool lakes or like I'm gnarly, but I'm not a farley. You know what I mean? Gotcha. You're you're yeah. We all got a little bit of that in us. That's why we go backpacking in the first place, right? That's true. I would okay. yeah. So. Uh, honorable mentions just i'm not going to describe them just kind of list them off professional backpacker you know people that do the through hikes and triple crown stuff uh the the planner that would be that Mm. would be me Uh, you'd be a little planner the musician Mm -hmm. the lounger would be a little bit of you and (laughs) (laughs) well you said you like you like the you like the camp time which is fine um which is good yeah yeah you don't care about you don't care about the miles as much the yeah. animal whisperer, so somebody who just, yeah, constantly aware of animals and encounters them all the time because they're just so silent. And anyway, I said I wasn't going to describe them, but then I described it. So there you go. There you go. All totally. right, so, th- so those are all, yeah, that's kind of the backpacking and blisters personality test. Where do you land? And I think we've got some folks out there that are probably, um, yeah, probably kind of the, run the gamut of the different personalities. Who do you think you are? Maybe, maybe throw up on the Facebook what you think you are. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun, for sure. You can lie or you can be honest. Hopefully you're yeah. going to be honest. I'm sure we missed a couple too, a couple kinds of characters that we just didn't think about or our years of research here did not flesh out. So if you have a couple others yeah. we missed, feel free to share those as well. Indeed. Okay. Indeed. All right. Trivia time. Trivia time. Okay. You ready? Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, 
have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, uh, we're going to stay with the theme here of the the personality types. I'm going to give you five individuals, um, maybe from movies, maybe they're famous figures, maybe they're athletes. Uh, you tell me what kind of personality you think they would be on the trail. Okay, so I've got to associate a trail, a... A trail type a personality character with somebody you're going to throw at me. Yeah, so it's and you're going to tell me if I'm right or wrong, basically. I'm going to try. Yeah, there's a high success okay. rate, but I think if you really you could you have the potential to screw this up. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay, I think I always have that potential. All right, so I'm going to start with an easy one. Who do you think Gandalf would be? We got to have Gandalf. Man, we always go to Lord of the Rings, don't we? I'm going to do one Lord of the Rings, one Star Wars, and then the rest okay, are not. Okay. That's, that's yeah. definitely our, our go-to. So I think that he would definitely fall in the honorable mentions with the planner, right? We didn't really characterize the planner. So, but if I've got to go from the, the main list, uh, I'm going to say that he is the is, is more socialite than anything else because, he, after all, he does kind of gather folks together to, to go on a journey, on a mission, if you will. Mm. So, mm. yeah, so planner or socialite. That's fair. Um, I'm going to say that's 50% right. Uh, I'm going to say he was an animal whisperer as he changed mm. butterflies into eagles. Okay. Uh, and he's also kind of, uh, he's got to be a little bit of a granola because like, I don't ever remember him bathing whatsoever. Mm. And he's out for a long time. Now, he is a wizard, so maybe he yeah. has other means of bathing. But. Right. Well, if you if you watched the Lord of the Rings movies, you, you would have seen him bathing. So he Did I? fell Where? into a chasm and fell into water in the darkest depths. Oh. So, fell and fell. Yeah. So he fell. fell. In, yeah. It wasn't well, intentional. It was intentional not. Shower. He got clean. All right. So one time in three years. And, his, okay. and it white, he, he had some sort of beard whitening going on, too. So he, he kind of dealt with his facial hair. Maybe you don't need to bathe after you turn white. I don't know. Uh, I'm not a game, I'm not a okay. wizard. Well, Next count one. That one is right. So I don't. I think you're, let's go. We'll go sixty percent on that. Uh, <laughs> next one is Jabba the Hut. What? <laughs> how would he be on the trail, Carl? What kind? I'm trying of... to think about the backpack that would fit Jabba the Hut. That might be <laughs> <laughs> backpack. He's got the skinny arms. Um, mm. Mm. I'd have yeah, to the... definitely be custom made there. The T-Rex arms, for the sure. T-Rex arms, yes. He's definitely not going to be mowing down the miles, so I'll give you a hint. Oh, definitely not. I think as a result, because he's not going to move all that much or that fast, I think he's going to be somebody who would demand his minions carry a lot of his gear, and therefore mm. he would be kind of a weight watcher. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. And not, by, not because of strategy, more because he's just demanding and not very nice. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, next is Mother Teresa. I think she would also be a socialite. And yeah? I think she would, um, yeah, share the gospel 
with. Okay. I'm going to say that's wrong, Carl. Um, I think she would be social. But I think her strength, not that I know her personally, but from what I've seen, I think she'd be a better uh, silent Bob. I don't know if she'd be a great hiking companion, but I think she'd be the best tent neighbor. I think she'd be more about like those those little like quiet time one-on-ones, right. you know, really tap into like what's in Carl's heart, what's going on with Carl. Kind of the opposite of the, of the socialite really is what you're saying. Uh, I think she'd have socialite moments for sure. Okay. But she, I think she's more the one-on-one, totally assuming and have no real idea because I haven't met her. So right, we'll right, move on. All right. Well, I, this is your trivia, so I'll defer to you on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know the answers. So, all right. Uh, Mike Tyson. What kind of, uh, <laughs> if you, Mother, Mother Teresa and Mike Tyson were on a trail. Oh, my goodness. What? I think anybody with a facial tattoo. Has to be, <laughs> has to be gnarly Farley. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Gnarly Farley. Oh for man, for sure, gnarly Farley. That would be that would be an interesting trip. Yeah. <laughs> let's Mike. let's stay with that. Let's stay with that theme. Okay. Let's say you're on the trail. You got Mike. You got Mother, Mother T, and uh, you got the guys. And then all of a sudden, at the junction, Dennis Rodman shows up. <laughs> you went Mike Tyson followed by Dennis Rodman. Oh, what kind of guy? This is your final one. Don't blow it. <laughs> don't blow it. I just know that he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's his own guy, and I don't I don't know him as much other than he likes to change the, his hair color and go to North Korea sometimes. I think so, he. I have a feeling he might be kind of a noise machine. <sighs> um, I was gonna say Gnarly Farley again, just because. I mean, he's literally up for any challenge. That's true. Maybe a gnarly he, machine. And He'd gnarly just be a gnarly machine. machine. Okay. Yeah. Those are, some, those are some random guys you had there. I like it. That was, yeah. that was creative. That was good. Yeah. That was good. So. Okay. That was good. All right. Um, I think I passed. I think you got about a 72%. Yeah. So that's, passing grade. Yeah. Average. Just like you. <laughs> so, uh, I think we... Anything else you want to chat about before we wrap it up? I that think... No, I think it's been good. And hopefully you were able to identify your backcountry character and... You can just... I, I think we changed some lives today. You know, I think we really <laughs> tapped into some, some souls. I mean, I think a lot of people might think it's related to their spirit animal, which, you know, it's not. Right. This is like who you are. So, if, you, if you're part of a company or corporation and they're, and they're trying to kind of roll out a personality test and, you know, they're like, we need to invest thousands of dollars in this, you know, don't be afraid to throw back them. Let's just take the free version, the backpacking ablicious test, because it's probably just as good. Easier on the pocketbook. And I can just always tell you that Carl's spirit animal is a mole. So, <laughs> what? there you go. That's it. I don't know why I told you that, but I, don't I feel mean, like I don't it's know that prudent. Means. I think it's going to wrap it up for us today, guys. Um, thanks again for joining us and post up your uh, your thoughts about uh, your personality on the on the website. Throw us an audio file if you get time. Throw us an audio, a Google and or Apple Play review. We'll see you next time on the trail or on the pod. And remember, it is not backpacking unless there's two to twenty blisters along the way. Peace out. I want to fly around the world. Ah, <sighs> Carl did not tell you about what he told me that he thought he was on the trail. Uh, his true, his true uh, personality is the secret party pooper.
He um, he's a party pooper, guys. He's awesome, awesome solo hiker. But oh man, is he tough to be with in a group? He's like your mom without any way. Well, he's kind of just like your mom. You know what I mean? So you gotta just just buckle up, just buckle up. See you guys. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.